At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin the Wednesday edition of Big Bets here on VSIN. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw here at South Point Casino and Hotel. Amal, have we got a show today? Not one, not two. Three stars coming on the program today. Starting off with Steve Mackinan is going to join us at the bottom half of this hour. Steve always has great notes. He's got some really interesting ones on the NFL, how they might be applicable to some of the games we have on. And then buckle up for hour number two, D-Rack. Derek Rackley, of course, longtime center in the NFL with the Falcons and the Seahawks, now does great work for Westwood One. He was there at the um, at the Georgia-Tennessee game this weekend. I can't wait to get his thoughts on what he called, what he saw, and what he forecast going forward with the college football playoff. And then Timmy D is back. Tim Doyle. We're going to talk all things NBA, try to sneak in some college basketball as well with Timmy D in hour number two. So it's going to be a lot of fun today and also very informative. But let's start right there uh, very quickly because we, we saw the new college football playoff uh, rankings come out right. last night. Amal. We always talk about pathways and how we want to try to navigate the landscape to figure out numbers that might be applicable for teams to go forward. Is there anything that stuck out to you yesterday that might be a, a blockade for a team and a green light for another? Not really. I mean, I thought the first four were expected as most people thought. I think Tennessee's in a great position. I think they're probably the ones that benefit the most because Mm. they can sit around and just wait for – you're going to have a guaranteed loser between Ohio State and Michigan. That's right. And then you're going to have, obviously, TCU, who's the team that you think can get challenged. Georgia, obviously, losing doesn't impact them because they're not going to be able to catapult the dogs because of the loss there. 
The one thing I would say, though, that could hurt them is if Ohio State-Michigan play a really tight game uh, like the 2016 game that went to overtime, and if it plays out like that, I think it would be difficult. I was going over some Ohio State-Michigan stats yesterday. I got to tell you, I cannot believe how comparable these two teams are in terms of points scored, points against. Uh, Michigan scored, I think, uh, 30 to 40 fewer points or maybe 50 fewer points, but they've given up 40, 50 fewer points in Ohio State. It is I mean, you talk about everything aligning and being just about equal. I think Michigan's outscored their opponents uh, by about 30.1 per game, and I think Ohio State's around 30 per game. It's just unbelievable. Just, I just want people at home to know that this was not a setup. Like, you know, like sometimes you, you toss it up to you so you can spike it. But that was exactly my next question to, do, to you was, if you get a barn burner in the shoe, has the committee set it up that you could see the loser of that game? You would assume that would be Michigan. Because if Ohio State lost at home, that might be a harder avenue for them to get in. I would agree. Right, but if Michigan loses a nail-biter, could they take then one loss Michigan in the last game of the regular season at the shoe and still get them into the college football playoff? Yeah, that's, that's the interesting thing to take a look at. And, you know, you look at this team, Ohio State and Michigan, the only two teams that are undefeated. What do we have, four undefeated teams? And I think Michigan, obviously, they're, they're good if they beat um, – Ohio State in mm-hmm. terms of getting into the college football playoff, assuming they don't get tripped up. Neither of these teams, I don't believe, will get tripped up in the Big Ten championship game. But um, you look at Michigan. They had a 20, 34-27 victory over Maryland, and that was a late backdoor score by Maryland. Michigan has won every other game, the other eight games, by double digits. Ohio State has won every game by at least 11 points. Both these two teams have been dominant. The one negative I'd point to Michigan is – they dominated the scoreboard in the first uh, three weeks of the season, averaging a little bit more than 55 points a game. Uh, but the margins of victory have diminished greatly in conference play. That's one area where Ohio State, outside of that Northwestern game, has really been dominant. They had seven consecutive weeks of scoring 40 points or more, set a Big Ten record there. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Look, I know people are saying that Ohio State's a foregone conclusion. I will say this. from A friend of mine and I were talking about this yesterday. At this point in time, from a betting standpoint, I only believe there's two teams that can win the national championship. Georgia, who's either minus 105, even money, or plus 110, depending on where you look. Ohio State is around plus 170 to 190. I, I think those are the only two teams. If Michigan beats Ohio State, you know, I think they got a great shot to get to the national title game. I don't believe they can beat Georgia. I think Ohio State has the offensive firepower to be the only team that can beat Georgia. At this point in time, I don't think anybody's beaten the dogs outside of maybe Ohio State. Fascinating conversation. We're going to continue that later on this hour and also with Derek Rackley uh, in hour number two to get his thoughts as well because that's what we're trying to do, navigate pathways here before you make some of those future investments on who might actually now at least be able to make their case for the national uh, championship. you got to get in that final four in order to do that. The big news in the NFL, we were charting it yesterday as it was happening, and that's in Orchard Park. And the Bills opened eight, eight and a half against the Vikings and then we couldn't even get off the air yesterday before that was plummeting like a, a stock. And all of a sudden it was down to about five, we saw. Well, now it looks like Sean McDermott, the head coach, says that Josh Allen is, quote, day-to-day. Aren't we all? And that uh, he's going to see if he's going to be able to go Sunday in Minnesota. So, again, there's going to be price points where you go, where would I play it not knowing if he's going to play? And where would I be comfortable enough if I'm a either Minnesota or Bill's backer. Look, it's at four. Yeah. I mean, my goodness. Three and a halves out there. Oh! Well, I, I said three, right? By kickoff, we'll see if it goes below that. But I, I, I think three is probably where it freezes, like car sharks freeze at three. But 
could you make a case that it gets under three if Josh Allen is ruled out? Well, look, it depends on how you evaluate Case Keenum. And to me, um, obviously, there's a precipitous drop-off from Josh Allen to Case Keenum. But overall, I don't think it's uh, one that Minnesota will necessarily be able to take complete advantage of. This is still a very dangerous team. I, I mean, you know, it's very rare that you have a team that can win a Super Bowl just relying on one person. And I think even as great as Kansas City is with Mahomes, you know, you have guys around there that make plays. Travis Kelsey, we saw with Tyreek Hill when he was there. Yeah. You see the difference that Tyreek Hill has made in Miami. But um, this is still a complete football team, in my opinion. I don't think it'll be easy. And remember the one thing, the Bills are coming off a loss. I will say this. The Bills now are at their lowest price to win the division than they've been in a long time. Right now, they're at minus 310. Oof. Um, remember, they were minus 11 or 1,200 about a week ago. Yeah. The loss coupled with the news of Josh Allen has really dropped this market. You see Miami now plus 380. And this is where, look, if you really kind of have a decent bankroll and you pay attention to this, you can make so much money in week-to-week just long-term futures on hedging stuff and taking the other way. You can get so many different odds and different numbers. Like you could have taken Miami at almost 10 to 1. Mm-hmm. You come back with Buffalo now at minus 380. I mean, now, it's assuming you don't believe the Jets or the Patriots are right. a legitimate threat. Correct. I just think with the quarterback play both teams have, it doesn't feel like it's going to happen. Uh, DraftKings uh, right now, Bills are minus $4, uh, Dolphins plus four fifty. So still an interesting spot. And I'll tell you one thing, this is a good spot. Dolphins have uh, Cleveland, very, very winnable game for them. And then on top of it, you've got this Minnesota team coming into Buffalo. That's a game that, is, I mean, it's... Look, technically, from a betting standpoint, you'd call it an upset. But from a record standpoint, Minnesota's actually got a better record. Yeah. It's not that much of a shocker. And, you know, the one thing we've realized over the years with the NFL is, let's be real here, unless you've got a team that is so dominant, like the 85 Bears I use as an analogy, that if they lost, you're like, oh, my gosh. But other than that, most of these teams, as they say, any given Sunday. No, and I think also what it gets to, let's say Josh Allen doesn't go. And, again, it's now four. Kelly's needs some three-and-a-halves out there in the marketplace – that's not telling you that he's not going to play, but it should be an indication that the, the market is leery of Josh Allen playing, right? You, you've got to be able to read between those lines, even though officially it's day-to-day. It will show you the 53 is what I always get to. And by the way, if you were listening to me this summer, you heard me say I would have backed the Eagles in the NFC East when they were $3 underdogs to do. You get 3-1 to one in the Eagles in the, in the summer, uh, right around the, you know, draft time, and then those numbers got shorted. And I went because their roster – their 53 might be better than anybody else's in the NFC East. Can you still say that about the Buffalo Bills without Josh Allen? Because Josh Allen is the Superman. We saw what the Dolphins are without Tua Tungavailoa. They're not very good. So there are some teams like the Cowboys got through five games, four of those they won with Cooper Rush. That's because the other 52 pretty darn good. So can you get by if you're the Bills without Josh Allen and figure out how good the rest of this team actually is. we got about three minutes left in this segment. I think I'm going to take up the whole thing since you and decided to add in the Dallas Cowboys. Now. No, no, it's, it's, a, it's a, you have to look at facts. No. You have to look at what so, so, I, give so you, I give you an your actual status. scenario that's happened this year. Okay, based on your statement, Counselor, then Dak Prescott's not as good as you make him out to be because you just said you the Dallas the Cowboys. Super Dak. The Dallas Cowboys were able to continue to win without him in the lineup, and we look at the Miami Dolphins without Super Tua, Who's in there? Super Tua. <laughs> I just said that to irritate you. The point being is we know Skylar Thompson should not be a starting quarterback Correct. in the National Football League. The one thing that surprised me a little bit was that Teddy Bridgewater struggled. He did. They were not good with him in there. I thought he would be better. I always liked Teddy Two Gloves. Uh, but to me, I think I get your point because Josh Allen is a top five player in the NFL, an MVP level player the last couple of years. But I think Case Keenum is a solid quarterback. I, I, I don't think it's – 
he's a guy that you go, you know what? We can't win. I don't know if they think they can win the Super Bowl with him. But remember, you've got Diggs on the outside. You've still got a team that can make some plays. I like Gabe Davis a lot. I think he's very underrated with that team. Their defense is a top-flight defense, and this is kind of what the Cowboys did in Daxstead, right? They really did rely on the running game and the defense. Now, the Bills don't have a running game, though. That's the one that maybe Naheem Himes, maybe that's why they got him. Look, they couldn't have foreseen that Josh Allen was going to get hurt, but they have not been able to run the ball, you know, last couple of years in Moss and Singletary, and those guys, they've got to be able to do a better job of that in a situation like this where your star is not able to go. Kevin, you might want to turn up the audio on this one. Dallas actually has a better defense. Than Buffalo? Yes. <laughs> Dallas actually does have a better defense when you think about it, right? Ed Oliver's been terrific so far this yep. year. Buffalo's been hit with some injuries. Uh, they have a good defense, but I think Dallas has a great defense compared to when you look at the rest of the league. It, it is one that definitely you can rely on, and we've seen it throughout the course of the season. They had a little bit of hiccup against the Bears, but still, the offense was flourishing that day. I, I think this team's dangerous. And then you have a team like Minnesota who's very capable offensively. To me, Dalvin Cook's the top five all-around back. I don't know. Is anybody arguing that Justin Jefferson is the best receiver in the league now? I think it's debatable. I mean, I, I know, that's fair. I'm, I'm not saying it's – I shouldn't have said, it, is it argu- – uh, I, mean, I think he's got to be in your top – if he's not in your top three, which I, I hate to see the rest of your list. Yeah, I mean, he's unbelievable. <laughs> right, he's got to be in the top three. I mean, three. Tyreek Hill's up there for that's, sure. That's what I mean. Wow, I, I didn't I, say he's he, not, but – Right, you can make cases, but, he, but to your point, I think he's – we're talking about a top three receiver in JJ. Just, Justin Jefferson. I, I'm taking JJ over Tyreek Hill first. Like it. We're off to a very spicy start <laughs> on this edition of Big Best. When we come back, let's talk a little Maction as well, and we will we'll keep going down that rabbit hole in college football. Come on back. Just getting it started on a Wednesday here on Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. 
Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. And do not forget to get your college basketball betting guide. We've got team pages for all 363 Division I teams, conference breakdowns, tips for the beginning, college basketball betters, and title value bets from our VEASAN experts. you got to be a VEASAN Pro subscriber, but get it now at VEASAN.com. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. we got a great show again. Steve Mackin is going to join us later on this hour with some of his news and notes and the numbers that are applicable possibly to Sunday's game, including a game we just talked about with the Bills and the Vikings. Can't wait to get Steve's thoughts there. Derek Rackley talking college football at the top of the hour from Westwood One. And Tim Doyle, of course, from CBS Sports is going to join us in hour number two as well to talk all things NBA and maybe sneak in a little college hoops as well. But did you want to get back to the top three conversation? Because I know during the break, Kelly Bidlin uh, said that uh, he didn't necessarily love your J.J. call of uh, Justin Jefferson of the, of the uh, Skull Gang in Minnesota. So, Amal, who would your top three be right now, today in the NFL? Uh, I would go with Tyreek Hill. I would go. Now, this is no particular order? No, yeah, I'm just throwing okay, them out throw there just out. because, you know, look, for me, a long time, the best receiver in the NFL, and for me, it wasn't close, was DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, I mean, you could throw that guy a dime and he would catch it. Yep. A literal uh, dime, not, a, not an actual pass that was a dime. <laughs> but um, he be- He's behind Jefferson, do you know? Well, he hasn't played much, right? Like, no, I know. But so, even these past two weeks, you've seen the unbelievable impact he's made on this car- on that Cardinals offense. Why can't... everybody's wide open? They're down ten points in every game, throwing the ball. I mean, it's <laughs> like we... it's, it's like the seventy-five yards uh, you know Penn State put up on against Ohio State in the last drive when they were down by nineteen or whatever. Do it was. we care how he allegedly gets it done? Does that matter? Like well, in, in, in the baseball, it, does. it matters. Does yeah, it, it matters? Matter. Yeah. I think it's a fair question. It but matters. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just said this before you go. You know what? Florida State beats the living daylights out of Miami, and this guy's coming in with such bravado this week. I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> he it is, is in a really good mood. <laughs> I, you know, let me tell you something. As a guy who lived in South Florida, all I know is it is a rough week down in Dayton Broward County when you get a beat town like Man. that from the Knowles. It, it, look, it, again, it is a fair question when you're looking at some of these receivers. We're talking about it in context for the Vikings against the Bills. With Kirk Cousins and Josh Allen might not be able to go, so what does that make Stephon Diggs? Is Diggs the top three guy in the NFL? Those are very, very realistic 
plausible conversations to have. I got Justin Jefferson seventh on my list. Seventh. Okay. <laughs> oh. All right. In Listen. no particular order. Go ahead. Whoa. Ahead of him. Cooper Cup, Stefan Diggs, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, Jamar Chase, New Hopkins. Counselor? Um, you know, look, I can't really – it's hard to argue. Everybody's had tremendous success. You talk about Adams. We saw how good he was in Green Bay. Cooper Cup, we know what he's capable of doing. Jamar Chase is phenomenal. You saw the impact the guy had coming in there. Um, you know, I kept saying they should have drafted Panay Sewell. I couldn't have been more wrong on that one. And then you look at the other guys he mentioned, DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, it's an elite group of wide receivers, and Justin Jefferson is right there. I'm not taking anything away from the guy. I'm Captain I, Vikings around here. Okay? I love the Vikings. I, I love Kirk Cousins and Justin I'm Jefferson. Ju- I'm just saying, when you look at J.J.'s numbers, his first two years in the league, 3,016 oh, yards with 17 touchdowns. This year, already 59 for 867. And he averages career-wise 15.2 yards per catch. That's unbelievable. We know one of my favorite movies of all time is Trading Places in mm-hmm. the 80s, 80s with Eddie Murphy. And you look at what Stefan Diggs and Justin Jefferson did. They basically traded places. If you remember, Correct. Minnesota didn't want to pay Steph Diggs the big money. So they shipped him off to Buffalo. They got a first-round pick with that first-round pick. They took Justin Jefferson out of LSU. So they basically said, we'll go and get the guy that could be at least as equal, if not a little bit better, and we'll pay him on a rookie deal and let Steph get the big money in Buffalo. That is amazing foresight if that's the way they had it mapped out or if it just fell into their lap. But either way, Minnesota feels like they won that deal because they didn't have to pay the money for Steph, and they got a similar guy at a much cheaper price tag. Well, I would disagree with you why they won the deal is because I think Diggs has had a tremendous impact in Buffalo. I'm looking at his numbers. By the way, this year he's 10 yards behind uh, J.J. Yep. He's got 2,760 yards in the first two seasons with 18 touchdowns. Jefferson had 16, uh, 17, uh, seven touchdowns this year, and I think both of them have uh, seven this year. Oh, no, Jefferson only has three this year. But the point is, and I don't necessarily put a ton of value in the touchdown because so many times, depending on the situation yeah. where you're at, uh, ball time and score situation. So, but they're both elite guys. And, and here's the problem: I, I thought his list was going to be a, a little bit like off the rails. But it's hard to argue against any of the guys he said. And I'm not sitting there saying that Justin Jefferson is absolutely unequivocally the best. It, it's kind of like I used to say about DeAndre Hopkins. If you said Julio Jones back then, okay, I can't really argue. Right, it. Right. I mean, it's, yeah, it's right, your preference. Right. But uh, the thing with him is he just constantly make makes plays. I mean, it's no, unbelievable. No. And you're right. It's, it's kind of like the proverbial win-win. It worked out for both teams because he has been a difference maker in Buffalo. Yeah. But Minnesota, they're saying we just didn't have to pay the price tag that Buffalo has to pay to get this equal production. And, and I will say quickly, to, you know, wrap us up. To, to, to Jeff, Justin Jefferson's, you know, defense, not that he needs mine. But, like, I mean, Adam Thielen, we saw what that combo was the past couple yes. of years. He's been on the decline. A bit, and you. This offense hasn't hasn't skipped a beat. I forgot he's and there. A lot of that is because of Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I, Thielen is just what's yeah, happened. I mean, he he. You know what? He's dropped off a little bit. Remember, this guy was tremendous, but then 2019, just 418 yards, 925 in 2025. Last year, 20 uh, 726 in 2021. I mean, but, I guess that's a solid two. I mean, two two B. But you know what? He had 14 touchdowns. I'm sorry, 24 touchdowns in 20 and 21. It's still pretty impressive. It really is. But, again, we'll get back to that Vikings game later. Uh, whether or not you still like them, I'm sure you do. Certainly if you got the better of the number when it was over a touchdown before this news of Josh Allen. We have action again tonight. I, I saw some people like, you know, we're so fickle in this space. Like, we can't wait for football to get here. I can't. And that's why I, I salivate every, each and every Sunday. I cherish these days. We couldn't wait for Maxion, some of us. And then I saw some people go, oh, uh, unpopular opinion. 
Maction isn't that good. What are you seeing so far in Maction? Are we getting quality football? Will we get some tonight with Northern Illinois against Western Michigan? No, you generally don't. I think it's like a high school version on steroids. I mean, that's just the reality of it. It's uh, yeah, but some people just want to have football, right? right. Well, yeah. I, that's the thing. Like, like for right. me, I love football. So, I mean, I always keep it on one of the televisions. And I, tonight, you got three games going at the same time. Here's what's interesting in tonight's game: I haven't played any of these games, and probably won't. UB is five and four. They're at CMU against Central Michigan. They're a two-point dog. You've got Kent State Bowling Green. Kent is uh, three and six at five and four Bowling Green. Mm. They're a, a Kent State's a two-and-a-half-point road favorite, and then we've got Western and Northern Illinois. Now, the line has moved a little bit, but 2-7 and seven NIU was a one-point favorite at Western. It's unbelievable in the MAC. Everybody with the worst record is a favorite. Can you make any parallels from the from the games that have already happened in Maction? D- does it change because they're playing on Tuesday, Wednesdays, or is this really you got to take them one-by-one one on their own value? One-by-one, one and, and maybe somebody else would see it differently. I don't know of any league in college football, including the Fun Belt, including Conference USA, the American, where every week a team that you'd expect to rise up and play well doesn't. UB was on, a, I think, on a four- or five-game winning streak, goes into Athens, gets absolutely boat-raced by Ohio. Um, you know, yesterday Ohio goes on the road, gets a nice win in Oxford, but so many times the consistency level is just not there, and that's the one thing I think the league is missing a little bit right now. Uh, Eastern Michigan, they were laying seven last night, had a nice working margin, nice lead in that game, uh, and uh, they don't end up covering in that one, so... I would say this. I think the biggest advantage where you can go in Maction is to play in play. I, I think this is a league where you see so much uh, back and forth. Yesterday was a perfect example between Toledo and Ball State. Toledo scores 7 nothing, then 14-7 Ball State, then 21-14, and then Toledo scores the final 14 points. So that would have been an Amal Shaw special. Yeah, absolutely. Lock in profit, baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you, you're going back and forth so on money Right, like the numbers are adjusting constantly because you had an opportunity to get Ball State Early in that game at a much higher number, you, you would have gotten 17 and a half, 18, and then you come back with Toledo minus maybe, you know, six and a half, five and a half, whenever they were down seven, whatever it might have been. So, you know, great opportunities. I didn't get involved in that game, but I, I think that's the one thing, if you're like me and you love college football, there's some opportunities you watch some of these games. Very quickly, let's get back to our conversation about the college football playoff, uh, because again, what we're trying to do is find the value associated with some of these yeah. teams. We kind of laid out earlier in the program why we think there's a possibility that two Big Ten teams, Michigan and Ohio State, could still possibly be in play for the college football playoff. Right now, Ohio State is a 2-1 to dog to win it. Michigan's 8-1. to Which one is more playable right now in your estimation? Is it Ohio State because the game's at the shoe? Or would it be Michigan because if they play really well, they still could sneak back into this thing? Yeah, I also think that Michigan's got a legitimate shot to beat them. I, I don't understand why it's such a foregone conclusion um, you know, I think Michigan was tremendous last year. They ran the ball for, I think, 295 on the ground against Ohio State. They were able to control that game. Weather was a little bit of a factor, but I don't think enough to sit there and justify Ohio State's inability to stop the run. Uh, but to me, the one thing I would point to is Michigan right now sitting about 8-1 to one to win the national title. You could bet them right now at 8-1. to one. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to win against Nebraska by about $3 million. <laughs> They're going to beat Illinois. And then if they do that, you go to that last game against Columbus, you come back with the Buckeyes on the money line. The winner of that game, I'm very confident, is going to win the game in Indianapolis in the Big Ten Championship game. And if Michigan winds up as a two-seed, unless they've got a rematch against Ohio State, which is highly unlikely, I think almost any team they would face in college football, if they're at the two-spot, uh, they're going to be able to get through to the national title game. And so for me, it's going to come down to that. I, I think they're in a great position to be able to do really well there. I look at TCU at 60 to one, and people are going to go, "How how can I not play them at 60 to one, even though they're the, the fourth best team right now in, in the country?" 
Because they've got to go to Baylor. They've got to go to Texas. They've still got to dogs this weekend. And, and they've still got to win the Big T uh, 12 championship game. I, I think at the Big 12, it's the toughest league from top to bottom. Anybody can get anybody on any given day almost. All right, we'll talk more about that in hour number two with Derek Rackley. Get his college football thoughts. But when we come back, Steve Mackinan joins us. True home and road field advantages. We'll discuss when you come back with us right here on these in the Sports Betting Network. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Find your Zen. Because this segment of VSIN Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction that you're looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is tobacco leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. So buy Zen online or find a store near you at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. We roll on on this edition of Big Bets. Did you mean when you said find your Zin, you meant find your Zin read? Yeah, find your Zin <laughs> copy. Where yeah. is it? I had the wrong one. It's maybe what everybody said downstairs too, Amal. We got through it. All right, let's get to our guy Steve Mackinan right now. Uh, you can follow Steve as I do at Steve Mackinan. Does a great job with the college basketball. A guy that is out now for VEASAN Pro subscribers. But, Steve, we do want to start with some things that I found very interesting of what you did this week. You're looking for basically NFL, college, and football top road teams that you've identified uh, in the NFL. And the interesting one for me, we saw it come to fruition on Monday night. That would be the Ravens. Tell us what you've seen so far with the Ravens on the road. I was nervous because all the guys that were out, I didn't have to be nervous by the end of that, that whooping they put on the Saints. Uh, yeah, actually, before I get to that, I got an interesting story about the Zen thing. Oh. Uh, so my – I, I have my son's car home from college. I brought it home a few weeks ago and uh, cleaning it out the other day. And there's a Zen tin in the back of the of the car. Oh! And, uh, and I asked him, I'm like, well, what is this? And, and apparently, it's uh, it's one of my his roommates' tins. Apparently, mm. and uh, I'm like, oh, hey, they're a sponsor of my company. And so I thought it was kind of interesting. <laughs> well, wait, Steve, I'll tell you this: when I got busted in high school of having maybe some uh, beer in the back, I said it was my friends too. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll begin to the bottom of that one. <laughs> just holding it for someone, Steve. Yeah, it's not mine, Steve. Come on, Dad. It's not mine. I, I yeah. was just sitting there thinking that when Steve said that, and you know, if you know Steve, he's such a nice, likable guy, and I'm like, Steve, man, come on. There's no way you're buying the state seven. <laughs> so, I'm like, good, there, come on. <laughs> Let's go. You know what, Steve, you should have done? You should have got a little tape. Yeah. Little, it just looked like you were dusting for fingerprints, a little duster out there. Now, do we have to turn this over to the state? Please come on. What's the situation here? Come on. I'm sure Steve's uh, going to get to the bottom of that. So let's get to the, bottom, let's get to the bottom of these uh, road teams here in the NFL. And it is interesting because the Ravens you have listed as one. The Bills kind of nipping up their heels at two. And the Chiefs, which surprises me coming in at three, because I think of the Chiefs at home, Steve, they don't cover numbers at home, but I guess they're, they're actually a better play on the road. Yeah, you know, I actually mentioned something about this in the article this week. Uh, Kansas City has actually been a better team on the road. They they outscore their opponents by 9.1 points per game on the road over the last three and a half seasons, 7.2 at home. So while they are still very good at home, they are actually a better bet and a better value when they're on the road. Steve, you bring up a good point there with the Chiefs. Just off the top of my head, thinking about the Chargers game was a tight game. Yep. Raiders game, they barely escaped. We saw the game Sunday night against Tennessee. They also barely escaped there. And Dave and I were talking about earlier, 
uh, off air, we were saying the San Francisco defense, and I said it was a one-off. They absolutely annihilated a good 49ers defense. This team has really played well. We saw what they did against Tampa. In your opinion, is there anything either in your research or just maybe from your own viewership that you saw that kind of stuck out to you from Kansas City as to why there's such an egregious home-and-away split difference? Excuse me, differential? Well, I mean, think of it just on the points-per-game aspect. They score 31.7 points per game on the road. Wow. I mean, if you think most of the environments are going to be better suited for their passing game that they go elsewhere. I mean, okay. Rather than Arrowhead, so I mean, you, you figure that for the for them to maximize their offense and maximize their offensive potential, they're probably better off in other environments. Steve, two teams you have here on this true road game performance list in the top five, which stuns me. So the Chiefs come in at three. You got the Saints at four and the Cardinals at five. Like, I, I think the general public's going to go, man, those teams on the road. I'm going to fade those teams. They're just not good football teams. But you've actually found value in those two teams on the road. Yeah, this New Orleans thing has been going on quite a while since the Sean Payton days. There's been a overrating of how good New Orleans is at home when, when in fact, they are a much better uh, performing team on the road. They're, I believe they're 19 and 10 in their last 29 games against the spread on the road. So definitely something to watch. They got a road game this week at Pittsburgh, and they're just a very slight favorite against a team that's obviously struggling. Uh, Steve, I got to get to something else that I find fascinating that you have. And again, this is for VEASAN Pro subscribers. Check it out, VEASAN.com. So a, t- a team, a divisional team that's a double-digit favorite and goes on the road and loses that divisional game, the next week that's a team you might want to back. And the example there that you've identified would be the Bills after having that they were double-digit favorites, interdivision against the Jets, they lay an egg. And now they're coming back to Orchard Park. We know about the Josh Allen situation, but the numbers are showing you that this is traditionally a really good spot to back that team. Yeah, it has been. Now, obviously, the Allen situation has to be accounted for here, and it, and it is in the point spread. We we can see that already. Uh, however, the Bills have been uh, almost as good defensively as they have offensively. So the, uh, I wouldn't. If you see Josh Allen's not going to play, I, w- I wouldn't discount Buffalo's uh, ability to still win this game fairly handily against the Vikings. I would agree with you. I've been making the case for this team. I like this number dropping. I still like Buffalo in this particular spot. Case Keenum, revenge opportunity in this particular one. Uh, I want to ask you real quickly, um, in terms of the Indianapolis and the Las Vegas oh, matchup, I, this is the, I was waiting them all for this one to come up because this really bothered me when I saw what Steve had here. Yeah, and this is basically a play on uh, two inept offensive performances from teams. We saw that two weeks ago in New Orleans, they get shut out. The Raiders did, and then last week against the uh, New England Patriots, uh, Indianapolis. I don't know if their offense actually got off the plane, <laughs> but they, for some reason, showed up at Foxborough despite the fact that they uh, continue to struggle offensively. What do you like in this matchup here? Okay, so what we're going to talk about here in the system we just talked about from my Extreme Systems article that was out about a month ago, and I, I check these every week because I'm trying to stay on top of these and, and let people know when these opportunities arise. Now, the system here on Indianapolis says that NFL teams that have scored, that's come off a game where they lost, they scored less than seven or less than or equal seven points, and they got less than or equal to ten first downs. In other words, extremely inept offensive performance. They bounced back fairly well, 30 and 14 ATS in their last 44 games. Now, the ironic thing about this is this is the second time the Colts are fitting the system this year. Uh, as they uh, bounced back against Kansas City 
when they uh, when they pulled that. <laughs> it's, it's actually hard to believe that they were able to win that game. <laughs> but as you look back at the team scenarios right now, but uh, they bounced back after a terrible game against Jacksonville to beat Kansas City. So Indianapolis is in that situation this week at Las Vegas. Yeah, that's why, Steve, as somebody's been backing the Raiders a lot, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, I did not like when I saw that picture. Right. People forget the Colts did bounce back like this in week two somehow and beat the Chiefs. I, I want to get to your college football true road game performances here, similarly to what we were just talking about in the NFL. Amal, you're going to love this because, Steve, the number one rated team that you have on the road, it's not when they're playing at the shoe. It's when they're playing out of Columbus. Talk about those Ohio State Buckeyes and how they fit this formula. This is another situation that sort of reminds me of the Chiefs. 44.7 points per game on the road over the last three and a half seasons. 14-1 and one outright, 9-5 and five against the spread. So this is a potent offense. It travels well despite what we saw last week against Northwestern um, because of the wind situation there. This is a team you definitely do want to back when they hit the road. Yeah, it's Steve's point, the one loss coming in Ann Arbor last year against Michigan, who obviously made the college football playoffs. So you faced a good team there, and that's something to pay attention to. The one thing I would say is, um, you know, in the Big Ten, the one thing, unlike in the SEC, yes, you do have Vanderbilt and you have some of the other teams, but you get to go to Rutgers, and remember, Michigan put a 78 burger up, in, right. <laughs> up at the rack one year. So uh, these numbers are really potent. And this is a team, by the way, you saw this weekend, Ohio State set an NCAA record in the Division One level uh, for scoring at least 20 points in 70 consecutive games. Yeah, and again, look at the teams you have there, Steve. You've got Ohio State. You've got Row the Boat with Mich- uh, Minnesota. And then you have Michigan there as well. Does this kind of give you a true indication that these are not – you know, show ponies at home yeah. that th- th- these teams can travel and they travel pretty darn well if you're playing them ATS. It's quite interesting, in fact, that uh, of the top seven teams in these true road performance ratings, five of them come from the Big Ten. So th- th- there's got to be something to that. They travel well. Yeah. Uh, maybe they got good discipline programs uh, uh, that they're able to to keep their performance level up in these difficult environments. So it's uh, quite an interesting thing to uh, behold how well the Big Ten has played on the road. Well, well, we've seen it, right? Like, I mean, you look at some of these other teams where they've been able to go. Penn State goes down to Auburn and just crushes them right. this year. Uh, Michigan hasn't had really like a just an overwhelming road scenario this year, but they've been on the road in the Big Ten play and done extremely well. So it doesn't come as much of a surprise. Very quickly, Steve, got about 30 seconds. Cowboys, Packers, Lambeau. What's going to happen this weekend? Oh, boy, Dave. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm not confident, I'll tell you that. Uh, it just, it's just not going well. Nine points there, nine points last week. They're, they're struggling to find themselves. Uh, doubt, there's a lot of doubt. There's a lot of injuries. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to bet this game myself, but uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys uh, are able to cover the game. There he is, everybody. Vista Nedder, Steve Mackin, and follow him on Twitter at Steve Mackin. And Steve, you're going to have to have that talk. Find out what's in the back of the car. <laughs> I, I will. Um, uh, <laughs> question will be asked. <laughs> you're the best. Thanks to Steve Mackin. And back with Derek Rackley talking college football next. I'm Big Bets on Vista, the Sports Betting Network. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that ladies and gentlemen please welcome sam cassell to point game i remember you came out from crying tears <laughs> crying tears. i mean he was in a culture shock and then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning remember what i told you i said i said oh you think i can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Fall sports are in full swing, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance Bet, Friday Night College Football Bet, and get Sunday Football Parlay Insurance and much more. Head to BetRivers.com. Download the Bet Rivers app today. It is a whole new 
ballgame. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. We roll on with Big Bets. Great having Steve Mackinan on. Again, go to VEASAN.com. As a VEASAN Pro subscriber, check out Steve's numbers and some of his formulas for true road teams in college and the NFL. Before we get to some of these win total Wednesdays that we're going to get to, you know, we're talking a lot about this Raider game and how in Steve's system here you should not fade necessarily the Colts after what we saw in week one, single digits, then they come back and beat Kansas City in week two. It is different, though, because now you get a new head coach in Jeff Saturday, and we were saying if the Colts come out to the desert and shock the Raiders, it would be a shock to the system. You got a first-time play car. You got Sam Ellinger playing quarterback, and then you get the Raiders. Josh McDaniels could be out, and then I say you call Mike Pritchard and make Pritch the head coach of the Raiders. If we're going to do the former player thing, why not Pritch for the Raiders? Why are you going to subject him to that type of putrid offense and overall team play? Why, why does he want to sit there and wa- I mean, watch that why, team? Why does Pritch want that? Yeah, exactly. He could stay here with us at the network. We prefer to have him here at Vison. I would agree with you there, but my point is just there's no re- – you know, like nobody wants to take over that dumpster fire right now. <laughs> Jeff Saturday did. I thought what you said yesterday was very accurate. I think he's going in there. He's going to kind of say, hey, this guy's going to be around this guy's now. It's like when Michael Irvin was in Dallas, I love what he said. After they lose their opening game, he's crying afterwards, and um, somebody goes, hey, man, it's not that serious. Just worry about the first and the 15th. And he told Jimmy, and that guy was not there next year. (laughs) See, it's it's kind of like Jamie Foxx in any given Sunday. There's going to be a whole lot of changes around here. It ain't going to be you. It ain't going to be me. It's going to be you. So I think Jeff Saturday might be looking around going, there's going to be some changes here. We're going to clean it all out and maybe burn it down and start off. That could happen with the Raiders, though, if they somehow find their way into a loss uh, at home against what we feel like is a depleted Colts team. But Jonathan Taylor looks like he might be able to go. He's practicing this week. Let's get to win total Wednesdays here and take a look at some of these adjusted numbers. I love that, that Vegas and other places around the country underwhelming now have these. It's a win total Wednesday on Big Bets. And that is fantastic graphics right there. I would agree. So now, the one that just jumps off the page, if you're not uh, watching and you're listening, Chiefs are 12 and a half, Ravens 11 and a half, Dolphins 10 and a half, nine and a half Chargers, nine Bengals, nine Titans, nine New York Jets. That just sticks out like a sore thumb to me. The overs, it's juiced to the over slightly to minus an hour 15 are the New York football Jets. Robert Sala taking receipts every week. Is this a 10-win team to play the adjusted win total over? Well, first of all, I don't even understand why he need, has the need to so-called take receipts. Just go out there and prove it. The team's done a great job. Uh, they've got a couple of crucial division wins so far. Um, but, you know, look, right now I see Josh Allen is listed as day-to-day and could be unlikely to play on Sunday. You know, if they lose that game, Miami and them – and the Dolphins, I'm sorry, and the Bills are all going to be tied if the Jets win this game this weekend or their it, next game. It is chaos in the AFC East. This was the one division that we all said before the season, if there's, like, the division of death was going to be the AFC West, and they're going to run the gauntlet and beat each other up. And it hadn't really worked out that way. It's been the Chiefs, right? Yeah. We kind of forecasted the Ravens. It looks like the Ravens getting ready to take off in the AFC Look, the South is a mess, but the Titans were still one of those teams as the defending champs there. We felt would still be there. They are. But the AFC East was supposed to be the one. We all knew what it was going to be. It's going to be the Bills. It's not going to be close. On the first page of Win Total Wednesdays, you've got three AFC East teams. That is amazing. So now the Jets are at minus star 15 over nine. The Fight and Fish are 10 and a half. Would you play the over on the Mammals? Um, 
Let's see, they're at six. Browns and Texans in the next three weeks. By the way, the Bills would be on here, too, if they weren't off the board. Correct. Yeah. They would have been right behind the Chiefs, but they're off right now with Josh Allen news. But, I mean, 11 wins for the Dolphins? I'm looking right now. They're at six wins. I'm going to say no. And here's why. Okay, they're going to probably win their next two games, Browns and bye week and then Texans. They're at San Francisco, the Chargers, and the Bills for three consecutive weeks. Then you have the Packers at home on Christmas. Um, then you are at the Patriots, and then you close out with the Jets. The one thing that becomes difficult in these spots is if you're locked into your position in the postseason, mm-hmm. you may not play your team. I mean, you may not play your guys in your in your game. Great point. Because your team is in a position where they're not going to improve their standing. So that could be a factor in terms of how it plays out. They would need to win four of the final six games, assuming they beat the Browns and the Texans, to be able to get, you said it's 11 flat, right? Uh, ten and a half. Yeah. Oh, ten and a half. 11, okay, so, 11 cash is a ticket for you. So, okay, they got to win five games. So let's assume two wins. I don't think the game in New England is going to be easy. Um, they could beat the, pay, the Packers and the Jets in their two home games. That puts them at 10. Now you got to get one at San Francisco, the Chargers, Buffalo, in a revenge spot against the Bills, and at New England. I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down there. Again, on that first page, there's only two plus numbers up there. The Chargers were a small one, plus $1. five. The one that really, that would, if you want to play the Chargers, nine and a half total, can they get to 10? The other one that I think is playable might be what, after what we saw Monday night. And we kind of broke it down before that game. It's the Ravens. They're plus $1.10 to get to 12 wins. But we thought the toughest of the games coming up was Monday night in New Orleans because they were so depleted. Now they have the bye week. Theoretically, they're going to get those guys back, like the Mark Andrews, who could have technically played, but they wanted to rest them to give them the full week off. So it looks like he'll be a full goal. Look at the rest of the schedule. Right now, they've already got six wins. Do they get six more to cash that over ticket? Panthers, Jags, Broncos, Steelers, Browns, Falcons, Steelers, Bengals. I mean, barring injury to eight behind center, I kind of like them to win six more of these games coming down the stretch. You, I think the Ravens, look, this is a team that should be sitting at 9-0. and Right. I mean, 21-point lead against Miami in the fourth quarter. You got a 17-0 lead against Buffalo at home. You got a lead against the New York Giants. This team's got a great opportunity to be able to roll through their schedule here. Um, the only hiccup potentially at Cleveland with Deshaun Watson back. But, again, remember, he hasn't played football in two years. Right? So yeah. w- w- what are we really concerned about there? You get the Broncos, who I think is probably the best team outside of Cleveland and Cincinnati that you're going to face. But that's a home game. And that game at Cincinnati, if you've already got the division wrapped up um, – May not be a factor for either team. I like it too, Dave. It's just a, it's a slim margin for error is the only thing, right? I mean, you are asking six to eight. You got to win six to eight in the NFL. It's never easy, but yeah, I mean, it's an easy schedule. The that, one that the one that I like on here, Patriots under. I, I'm still I'm still not high on this team. They're sitting here with five wins right now. Right, you got eight and a half posted as their win total. Uh, so you got to get four more to beat you. Their remaining games against the Jets at home. At Minnesota, uh, Bills at home against Josh Allen's status. Maybe, maybe might be up in the air for that. At Arizona, at uh, Las Vegas, Bengals at home, Dolphins at home, at Buffalo. You know the common theme I see in all of these games except the Jets game next week? Every team they play, including Arizona and the Raiders, have better quarterback play than New England. Yep. I totally agree. And, and could they win those games at all? Sure. But yeah. I, I don't think they're winning. I mean, you're asking you gotta go four wins out of that remaining schedule. I don't see I don't see four so wins. Let's assume the win against the Jets. 
I think in the desert it's going to be a tough game at Arizona and at the Raiders. I mean, you uh, got to take care of business in all three of those games you just talked about. Yeah, exactly. To get beat. Exactly. And then you've got Miami at home. That'll be a tough game at Buffalo. But you got the Bills twice. Um, mm-hmm. Now, here's one thing, Kelly, though. If Josh Allen doesn't play, I feel like they can get one of the games because I still like this New England defense. That's the, I agree. That's the problem. Yeah, if it's the case, Josh Allen injury. Yeah. Right. If it's Case Keenum, that's a different story. But I, I'm kind of with you on Case. I, I look at him as a one of those upper echelon backups yeah. that, that you trust for a you know a small amount of time. You don't want him necessarily for all 17. Yeah. But I, I don't think that that's the worst spot to be in. But I think you guys, Kelly might have found one there in the Patriots under. Very quickly, some of the lower totals on there. You know, you look at the Jags. I, I felt like everybody thought the Jags were going to be this revelation this year. But they did get that one against the Raiders coming back from 17-0 last week. Is this a seven-win football team? Are they going to start turning a corner here? Or are they, as Denny Green say, they are who we thought they were? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Who are they, I guess, is the question. I think they're, to me, I think they're a five, six, seven-win type of team. They're inconsistent. Their offense isn't bad, but again, I don't necessarily want to put a lot of stock in the performance I saw against the Raiders because the Raiders aren't particularly good. Right. You know, so many times you watch a team, and I see this at the collegiate level all the time in college hoops, team looks good against certain teams. Then all of a sudden you step step up a level in competition and it just changes the dynamic of who you are. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know who they are, if they're going to be able to get to that seven threshold. Chiefs this weekend, Ravens, Lions are down, but maybe you never know. I mean, it's the schedule, Cowboys, Titans, Jets. It's just a team I don't trust right now with the Jags going forward. By the way, when I give our approach tip for uh, hour number one here, you gave it in matching. So these games can be close. They can be sporadic with the scoring. In-game opportunities might be the best way to attack matching. So, again, you do not have to play all these games before they kick off. Wait and see how they start to trend. Then hop in to get the best of the number. That's our pro tip for hour number one. Again, be a VEASAN Pro subscriber. You can access them by show and or by sport when you go to VEASAN.com. Back with Derek Rackley next right here on Big Bets on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.